Every time we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? Back in, Role Play Wednesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. You can watch us at milehighsports.com, and you can check out the cool Nordiques hat that Zach has on. Um, this might be kind of, you know, Jake and I have been trying to, we had Mark Jackson, we have Jeff, we had Jeff Gersh, um, we had to fire both of them. Um, and then now it's just Jake and I. So Jake and I were like, we're going to like a Simon and Garfunkel duet. It's just not the same. So we recruited, um, we had a hundred different artists come out and perform, sing, do a dance routine and play an instrument. And Zach Seegers won the competition. So he's, you know, that's how he got on here at my life sports. So he's kind of in the band, so to speak. And now Nigel has gone through the process. He won the um, UK's version of The Voice. And we have him here now. I think we're ready to kind of start our band. So we'll talk about some of the music we're going to be playing, what our style is. And we'll tell everybody where they can find us. Nigel, Jake and I don't do traditional sports talk radio per se. What we do, we consider performance art. We just happen to specialize in sports. So, you know, that's it. Just th- things to kind of think about and kind of live by. So uh, 10, 15 here in about 10 minutes, we'll do some role play. Okay, Zach, where were we? You were yelling at me about yeah. something. <laughs> about our wide receiver okay. stuff. My last thing. Yeah. I think uh, there's certain guys who are worth that kind of money. But when it gets saturated and kind of feels like this guy's not that worth that kind of money is when, again, those the A.J. Browns are on that line of, is he special or what is he kind of guys who are getting that kind of money. But also, it's the cost of doing business right now. That's that's, that's, that's the money that is available for the players to make the salary cap numbers. The owners are raking dollars. Um, the league is, especially with the betting money generated from the Fandals and the Caesars, um, there's more money to go around. Like I said, 10 years ago, I was gas was cheaper and milk was cheaper. Now, uh, 10 years later, receivers are kind of expensive right now. And the computer chips. That's why the rental cars are expensive or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just what it is right now. I wouldn't say it's a detriment to the sport, to the league. I think there are guys who are special and worth it at that position. And uh, that's okay. What do you think? Yeah, and it's. I don't think it's a detriment to anything. I think it's fine. And, and you brought up the Bills. I think the Bills should have paid Stephon Diggs this contract. It's more just, I think it's a market inefficiency right now. And I, I think it could get exposed down the line. I think... The, the way to moneyball this right now is what the Broncos have done. You can have Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. That's an awesome four-person rotation. Yes, there are a lot of questions about it, but that's four high upside pass catchers uh, for the price of one. Um, so I, I, I do think that's... Uh, uh, that's the way to, to work around. What do you got for us, Jake? We got a few texts to get to. We got from our guy, Noit. He says, Danny saying Hopkins is washed now just proves Zach's point. Uh, why would you pay that much for 15% of your offensive production if they won't even be the same level over the course of the entire contract? And we also got one from Dirty Mike and the Boys, and they say, LOL's Seegers just got owned by Siri. 
Well, I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Siri got me on that. I, I swore Tyreeko was old. Really? Like, I, I actually not... thought he was like 27 years old or 26. Really? I thought Tyreek was a little bit younger. I thought he was closer to three. Because the thing with and him. And I thought DeAndre was 30. I thought it was like a 28 30. He has or a 27 30. For me, it was Tyreek's path to the NFL. Because I knew the entered at similar times, yeah. but I thought maybe he spent longer time in um, pre college. My thought too on he sent me seeing De- DeAndre. Uh, when they traded for DeAndre these last two years, look what they were before him and look at the contender that they've become with him. The big plays, that bomb and a catch uh, over the two or three guys. That's why you bring DeAndre. Over these last couple years, they've kind of had a chance to compete. The first half of the season, they're seven and zero or something crazy, weren't they? So DeAndre was kind of worth it. He's not washed. I just used it to to make make my point. But I bet you one more or two more years of the highest level of production for DeAndre, and then the decline. But you'll get three or four years out of the highest level top five receiver play in the NFL, which will theoretically give you a chance to compete and I think help a young receiver um, like uh, Kyler. So he's not the perfect comp or example, but. Um, Again, of like, if you got a uh, quarterback making, you know, 40, 45 million bucks, and you got a receiver who's really special, you paying him, you know, 17 or $20 million a year doesn't seem that crazy to me. Yeah, I, I think there's an argument for it. Again, the receivers are very valuable. They can impact the game in a big way. And I, don't, I think the longevity point, uh, uh, whoever texted that in, it's... Oh, let's talk about the Russell Wilson yes, stuff. Let's Russell. Okay, check this out. What are we talking about on the break? I said that Russell Wilson, you uh, said... Contract. Contract. Okay. You were talking about how you think he he would. could have asked for a new deal, huge new deal as a part of the trade coming to Denver. And the Broncos would have said, "Okay, whatever you want." You know, they'd have bent right over. They would have given exactly what he wanted, and that would have been fine. It would have. They could have asked for some kind of in between Allen's and Mahomes deal. That had been part of it, and no one would have said a word about it. Everyone would have been fine with it. For him to have come here on the old contract, play this year in the old contract. Hey, what a class act, bro. I'm serious. And do you know what I said? And you don't believe this. At the end of this year, if they have a lot of success, we'll give them a new contract. If they say they're 10 and 7, they swerve, you know, 4 and 4 at one point or 3 and 3. It wasn't as smooth as transition as we thought. Javante gets hurt. Something like that happens. Um, Chiefs win 12 games. Broncos win 10 games. At that point, I still don't think I... I steal, steal. I I I, I still think that he wouldn't ask for the new contract until he brings the Broncos a bunch of success. I I don't. I think when you look at a lot of the reporting around the Seattle thing, and it's fine. I'm not trying to dog Russ here, but a lot of the reporting around the Russ thing is about um the, with Seattle. I think is about status and and some ego not to say that he's an ego maniac but like hey you're a superstar quarterback i think it's oh fine they to all are you have ego. to be yeah uh, i think be. it's fine i guess i mean to the point that it's a problem i'm not worried about it but i do think there's some ego there and there is in the nfl like a lot of how status is measured is what are you getting paid and so i think there's an element to like hmm, you know i don't really want to be the 23rd highest paid quarterback like uh, and it might not go as well this year. I, I just, I struggle to see him. It's going to go well. No, it, I, I think it will too. But I'm saying to your point about like, if it doesn't, yeah. would he like, I just, I would really struggle to see him not. I, I won't say it's impossible, but I just think that type of thing and how he is viewed 
is important. Now, maybe the counter to that is, well, if you come off a bad year and then 2021 was kind of suspect, 2019 was kind of, or 2020 was kind of suspect, not bad, but you know, more hiccups than we're used to seeing out of Russ. Uh, and then you're asking for this big content. Maybe that's we bad. We haven't paid any quarterback him. money to anybody for like six years. I'm in not a lot saying of ways, they shouldn't. Like we have I money want, saved up to do it. And I want the quarterback. I'm not saying they shouldn't pay Russell. I want I'm Russell to take him to the Super I, Bowl so we can pay him accordingly. Yeah, I think he's going to ask for a, a chunk of change either way. Maybe the, the what Aaron I give you is maybe, not a crazy deal. No, and and maybe what happens is it it changes based on what happens. Like if he wins the Super Bowl this year, it's probably upwards of fifty. And we're maybe happy if it's to more, do it. We're happy to pay that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's painful, but you you bite the bullet. Yeah, it's like there's no that's other- going back to our last conversation. Would I say paying over fifty million dollars for Russell Wilson's an overpay? Yeah. Well, yeah, do but- I care? No, I just won the Super Bowl. Of course, but your other fine. here's your other choices. Drew paying Drew Lock nothing. That's my point. Or paying that's Garoppolo exact, or Kirk Cousins point. still a lot of money. That's my exact point. Steal. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Yeah. Where Brought can we find heat. your fine work? Uh, what are you working on? Shout Tons out the podcast, all sure. that kind of stuff. Do it. Uh, let's talk Broncos. We'll have a Twitter Spaces tonight. Uh, last night had to cancel, but that'll be on Twitter tonight. Too windy. Yeah. Too windy when took it out. Uh, Five thirty. Uh, let's talk Broncos. Find it on my Twitter at Zach underscore Seegers. And then this whole month, uh, so much draft content coming your way. We've got draft profiles, rankings of different position groups um, in the ranges where the Broncos will be. Have picking. you heard my Kamara stuff and my Javante Williams stuff? No, not never... Kamara. If you have me, you heard my okay. Javante Williams stuff, that Javante Williams is great. Okay, we got it. I'm sorry. Someone asked me who is my next Kamara. Oh no! I have heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was something Williams. present. He's yeah, I remember your North take. Carolina. Yeah. Five ten to twenty, a horse, but like elusive. He's like the big power runner with like the elusive smaller back look and explosiveness. Who the f- is that guy? <laughs> that was Jake. <laughs> uh, he's got that uh, passing game locked down where you could throw the ball to him. <laughs> Five or six times a game, a couple this times a game. This was way before the draft. Games. He was not a Bronco at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't Cecil Lammy giving you after he's drafted. Now we love this guy. That was before. Uh, um, Kamara went in the third round to the Saints out of Tennessee. You knew that, right? Yeah. This was about five years ago. Have you heard my Kamara stuff? Yes. Let me, let yeah, me just play this, this for you one time. Right, yeah, no big it. deal. No big deal. But we're giving our pre-draft predictions. Who should the Broncos take? Yeah, you're showing your your warrant. You know, so we're like, who should the Broncos take? Um, we're giving our pre-draft selections. And a few years ago, I thought the Broncos could have used uh, a unique talent, a very, very unique talent, like Alvin Kamara. Okay, so uh, Jake's uh, doing some hard work back there. Sorry about that, Jake. I'm going to bring you a McMuffin for this. Um, uh, let's see here. With the 20th pick, the pick is in. Of the NFL draft, the Denver Broncos select running back from Tennessee. Wow. Alvin Kamara. Oh, wow. my goodness. Kamara oh my runs goodness through tackles. Gracious. Lateral jumping ability of LaShawn McCoy. Watch this. If you include him in the passing game, he's every bit and maybe better than Christian McCaffrey. Let's wow. go. Oh and my you don't you. Hey, thank you. 
It was brilliant. You were I got on. That, uh, I don't think anyone else was with you on that. I remember Bucky Brooks was pretty high on him and had him at like the back end of the first round, not at twenty. Um, so good on you. That uh, we love hit. Justin Jefferson. This guy loves Justin Je- Jefferson of all the in the deepest and maybe hardest to evaluate and greatest wide receiver class. Let's do one more in the history of the National. Football League. Uh, Diana Brusini. She does a lot right now. She's doing a lot right now. She's killing it. Yeah, she's killing it. Uh, okay, good stuff. Role play on the other side. We'll see what Nigel has planned for us. Jake and I are going to compete. I got to tell you, Nigel, we've been doing role play for like 10 years here. There's been one time ever in 10 years that I've lost. Okay? So if, if Jake outperforms me, you're the judge as well. I didn't want to let you know that's a burden, big burden. I want to let you know, I'm near undefeated. This I've, is him messing with the judging. I'm this not is doing him anything at all. Influence the judging. I'm, and just, I'm just telling you the kind of streak that we're on for a streak like that to get messed up. Hey, on know. your first day, there's this big trend going on. <laughs> don't mess it up. Uh, good stuff, Zach. You little hard worker. Uh, Nigel, Jake, and Danny. Smile at sports. Candles, fickle, flame. To think I Play Wednesday, Wednesday. Are you ready to be dominated? We are back in. It's a role play Wednesday edition of the program. It is 10:21 a.m. We're live from the Tech Center. Nigel Mile High Sports new producer is gonna uh, give us some subjects. As uh, artists or actors, uh, we will execute um, in artistic form. Whoever uh, does a better job, you will, at the end of uh, each bit, score us. And at the end, we will have a winner. Nigel, what do you have for us? Well, before, before we get into that real quick, okay, yeah. we got a text from our guy, Noit. He says, just so you know, Nigel, the one judge who didn't award Danny as the winner in role play was never seen or heard from again. Choose wisely. Well, is that a challenge? It's not a challenge, but I will say that um, any other station in town right now, the fan, Altitude, and KOA, all of their best guys used to be Jake and work for me or next to me or under me. Josh Dover, Ryan Edwards, Benjamin Albright. Um, I mean, like, I, the, the Fellman, who's one of the most talented guys over there, could just—I love his dry sense of humor. Uh, Laboria, uh, who's at the fan? Who's doing stuff? The uh, Kyle Reese, who's on against us right now, doing stuff over there, filling in. I mean, this guy's to beg to be on the show. All right, so here's a little scrap. Hey, little scrapper. Here's yeah. Here, I'll save you a bite of the sandwich, a little scrapper. Okay, so I would just tell you, once you're under, I'm like um, Bill Part. You know Bill Walsh's. Okay, well, the Bill Walsh coaching coaching tree has Shanahan, Andy Reid, Gruden. Um, I mean, like it's endless. I mean, Ron, Ron Rivera might be off that coaching tree. That's it. That, yep. That's what. That's what these guys. That's, that's who I am. I'm less than a god, but more than a man. Okay, it's like so. Just keep these things in mind as we're here competing today, Nigel. Let's do this. All right, starting off with. LeBron James and the Lakers. You will be LeBron James, and Jake will be the Lakers. Uh, Jake, you're going to have to convince uh, LeBron 
why he should not request a trade this offseason uh, with everything going on in L.A. Okay, I'll start. Uh, yeah, man, listen, Lakers, I just not really feeling it right now. You know what I mean? It's like, I love you. I'll always love you. I mean, we have a championship together. We've built something special. But, you know, it's like, it's not, it's not, it's not you, it's me. It's not you, it's me. And I'm just feeling like maybe we should take a little break or something right now. Maybe see other people. I I don't know. It's just where my head's at right now. I'm trying to be honest with you because I care about you. All right, the GM. Uh, we gotta, you gotta remember, this is all what you wanted. We gave you everything you wanted. We got Anthony Davis. We traded for a Russell Westbrook. We, we literally did everything you wanted. We got mellow. We tried to get the banana boat crew together, but it's all for naught because of injuries. If, if hmm, I don't things like the way you're talking to me, if things went different right now, actually, <laughs> listen, Hey, uh, Caruso and Kuzma. And Lonzo, don't forget who and what you're, who and what you were before I got here. Um, r- resurrected this whole brand, one of the greatest. Listen, I did my job. The I don't know what else you're trying to get me to do here. I've loved you. I loved you hard, and I loved you proper. But I just think it's time we go both uh, our separate ways. That's it. I think if you give us another shot. We'll get some new role players. We'll get rid of the the Horton Tuckers. We'll get rid of you know these these bums that we have playing around you, and, and we'll have. A, right, well, a again, solid again well, what are you what are we gonna do to spice things up a little bit? Are you gonna some new lingerie? Maybe wear those red panties or something for me. What are you gonna do, uh, Russell Westbrook? I think you're gonna keep me around. Listen, can you guarantee me that Russell Westbrook will be gone? Yes, yes, I can. In scene, Nigel. What do you think? I think I'm leaning towards Danny here. Go. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Leaning yeah, towards I knew Danny. this kid had some talent. Nay, I told you, Nigel. He had it from day one. Okay, <laughs> next topic here. Uh, let's see if Jake can get back into this thing. What do we have here, Nigel? All righty. So, we have Jake. He is Justin Herbert, and you will be Russell Wilson. And you will uh, try to prove who is who's the better quarterback at this moment in time. Go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry, Justin. If you didn't see these last two seasons by the Chargers and I, you know, we we put something together very special. And we only added in this offseason to where our defense isn't going to hang us out to dry and the offense will be truly appreciated for what it can be. What me, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams are putting together, it, it's it's one for the ages. Hey, Oregon quarterback. <laughs> Uh, I like the couple seasons you've had. Um, you throw the ball around real nice, okay? But really doesn't translate to kind of big wins. I'm not really sure about who and what you are. Kind of a bimbo. You got kind of a bimbo thing going on. I just want to tell you, I'm Mr. Uh, do it with me. Unlimited, okay? And, uh, but you know, I got a motivation. My motivation is greatness. I have the chance to be one of three, the third quarterback in the history of the NFL to go to another team and win a Super Bowl. Um, what that would do for my legacy, my brand. Have you seen my new logo with the R and the three? Check it out, right? Go to Nike.com um, for that one. Uh, Broncos.com as well. Uh, RussellWilson.com as well. Um, also go to so check Sierra's new music out. Uh, she got a new single dropping. Uh, level up to. Um, um, let's ride. All right. You know, Russell, I, I get it. You know, Oregon's not the best, but hey, it doesn't matter. I was the most underrated 
quarterback coming out of that draft, and I'm probably the best quarterback out of that draft class, not even close. So, uh, and you got all these brands, you got all this, but that's what you have to do. You have to try to get back into the spotlight because you're not there anymore. Hmm. You haven't been there for a while since yeah. your last Super Bowl. Yeah. You're washed. You're old, Russell. And uh, Justin Herbert <laughs> and the Chargers, we're going to take the AFC West. Justin, you ain't even a has-been. Yuza never was, okay? Just be careful the way you're talking to me. Actually, I respect you, Justin. you got a lot of talent, and I think the Chargers are going to be finishing second behind the Broncos and myself for quite a few years. We'll do this thing together. Let's bury the Chiefs together. End scene. End scene. What do you think? This was, this was, this was close. This was close. Um, I like Jake's point about Russ being washed. I don't know if I agree with that, but, okay. you know. You could you could argue he's on the decline. Um, I liked your points about how Justin Herbert he's he's still pretty new in this thing. He's still we haven't seen him play a playoff game, have we? Listen, you can give him the point. That's fine. It's all tied up. I'm gonna save my challenge for later. I was gonna challenge that. Okay, but it all comes down to this one. What do we have, Nigel? We've got Coach of the Year, um, Jake. You will be Monty Williams of the Phoenix Suns, and you, Danny, will be. Taylor Jenkins of the Memphis Grizzlies. Why should you be coach of the year? I'm Taylor Swift of the Grizzlies, the new coach here. As you can see, it's taken no time for me to connect with my young talent. Um, what I've been able to do with the development of the guys in this roster is unprecedented. We were a uh, spinning our tires brand, uh, drafting very high John Morant. That's it's one, that's one thing. But as you're seeing with the Jalen Suggs of the world, some other talents, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not easy. John Morant is next year's NBA's MVP, and we're going to do this thing together. If I don't get the coach of the year, uh, crying shame. The whole thing is it would be stupid. Look. I don't want the voters to get, you know, voter fatigue since I won this thing last year. And I won it last year in, you know, maybe the same shoes that you're in now. But this year, I Chris Paul injuries and there was a lot going down this season and we still ended up with 63 wins so far. It's not even close. Yeah, you guys are 50 plus wins, but you know, that's this, we're having a historic season right now, and the Phoenix Suns are the most put-together team. Mm -hmm. And why? Because me, Monty Williams, puts it all together. Listen, James Taylor, Elizabeth Taylor, Taylor Jenkins, it don't matter. Grizzlies in seven. Let's go. Oh! <laughs> Insane. All right, Nigel, we're up against it. we got about 30 seconds here. Uh, you have to deliberate, and you have to come and just tell, hey, whatever's in your heart, you just put it out there. There's no pressure from me, even though we're sitting right next to each other. All right, what do you think? I got to give it to Danny. Hey! Yeah! yeah! Well, I just want to tell you, man, I, I couldn't have done it without Jake. I mean, you know, someone has to finish second, someone has to finish first. Uh, keep your head up, Jake, next time maybe. Nice tendrils. Uh, don't be mad at Nigel about anything. He's just doing his job here. Okay, he's just doing his job. When you have to go back in there with him, don't. don't it's not going to be weird. Don't let it get weird. Um, someone, has, someone has to win. And someone has to lose. And we're going to keep uh, Jake hungry. Okay. Um, good stuff, Nigel. A very good job. We appreciate you guys. Let's go to break. Come back on the other side of Smiley Sports. Baby.
Okay, we're back in on a Wednesday edition of the program. We have two segments left worth of show. We have a lot to discuss, I think. Avalanche clinched last night. Uh, Let it play itself out the rest of the NHL regular season. We'll see where we stand. We have to have great goaltending in order to win this thing, even though we think we could just go out skate and out kind of firepower everybody. There's some other great teams and, you know, the curse of the president's cup a little bit. um, I don't know, man. I think that the avalanche need to kind of, I think it's us need to reevaluate our level of expectations and not lower the level of expectations but understand how when that tournament starts, it's a true free-for-all. Okay? It's a free-for-all. And as good as I mean, the Avalanche, those were dynasties. They had a dynasty back in the day. Okay? From when they got here to the early 2000s. They really only won two Stanley Cups. And that's a lot. Don't get me wrong. Because winning one is the ultimate. But winning one is so hard. It's just so hard to do that if you don't have the stars aligned for you and really great goaltending, the only time the Avs have ever won is when they had Patrick Waugh. Any other time they've, you know, been good, they haven't been good enough because they don't have a great goaltender. And it seemed like the Osgoods and Vernons and Mike Richters, maybe it's just I was more into the league back in the day. It seemed like there was more of those great goaltenders to go around. These days, there's not. Again, I don't know the league like I used to, but... I know that the Avs don't have one of the five best goaltenders in the league, and you might have to have one of those to do it. So if they fall short at some point during these playoffs, I do. I go get me Carey Price, and I have him his contract reworked. I'm not sure how that stuff kind of works in the NHL, but the last hurrah or the last swing at this thing would be the way they're currently constructed would be to do it with Carey Price, in my mind. So I don't have all the answers, and I don't know everything about hockey, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. It's D-I-A Bert. Hey, Bert. Hey, Danny. Hi. It's been a while. I had to go down to Roswell, New Mexico, look at the aliens. Oh, man. You creep. My son son goes to school down there. (laughs) Good one. He always goes down for a couple probings every season. (laughs) (laughs) My I don't get it Wednesday is how come nobody's talking about the Colorado Avalanche? They're 50, and we got 12 games to go. Yeah. So uh, we, I just was. I mean, okay, yeah. South, brother. Yeah, brother. No, uh, yeah. I'm with you. I feel you. And the KOA 85, the fans. Never no, heard of them. about the Colorado Avalanche. They never do. You know, and I'm like, they're 50 there on the top. I mean, <sighs> why don't. Why don't we in even in our own town here? Why aren't we? Why don't we love hockey a little bit more? We seemingly like the Avalanche have done every last thing right. 
since they've come to existence here from immediate gigantic success to superstars. I mean, literally Joe Sackick and Peter Forsberg and Patrick Waller, you know, three of the top 25 or 30 players ever in the history of the league. Um, two Stanley Cup wins, real true success. Um, they were down for a couple lean Duchesne years there. But why, why don't we love as a fan base here, the avalanche more? I think, it's yeah. because, for one, we didn't grow up with it. You know, there wasn't av- the Avs in the 50s, 60s, 70s, um, or 80s. Um, and then I think that, uh, for one, the can't, not being able to watch them on TV has killed them the last couple of years. That's crushed people's, you know, um, um, I don't know, um, ability to fall for a team, watch them schedule your, you know, you so, two or three days a week by watching the Avalanche at home. I can't, can't do that on Xfinity. You know, um, and I don't know what else. I think it's a regional thing, but I, I, I'm one of the guys who you could blame for it because we'll talk a whole show about, you know, we're talking about Stefan Diggs and uh, my best friend, Emmanuel Sanders and the Lakers and all that kind of stuff until we finally got to the avalanche. It wasn't on purpose. I got him here to talk about it was just kind of where the show went it's just where the show with with and maybe where the avalanche are with 12 games left in the regular season i mean it's just broncos country you know yeah. i guess mm-hmm. so i don't know what what's the right answer well yeah that's, that's what i'm thinking too because when you're driving up from uh basically new mexico it's either the dallas cowboys or the denver broncos you even go down to one of those walmarts on one side has the Dallas Cowboys and the other side has Denver Broncos. And basically in this, you know, oh, yeah. even here, even I, here, they don't even have that much Colorado Avalanche. I went to the store the other day with my son and they have hardly anything for Colorado Avalanche, even though they're getting ready to get the, the president's trophy again. They're in the exact same spot they were Last year, that they're here this year, they're only twelve games away of getting the president's trophy again good. and getting home ice again. Bro, we gotta go. Good stuff. It's good to hear from you. Where you been? Um, make it. You know, some ma- of the aliens. I had to go fix uh, one of my uh, son's uh, alien ship. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh... But the future down there says you can borrow my dad's. Spaceship before you borrow my dad's truck. Bert, fire photons. Phew, 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 phew. We got to go. <laughs> bye, bye. Later, bro. Bye. Let's go back out real quick. Get our guy, Todd. Hey, Todd. How you doing, Dave? <laughs> uh, why does every Todd got to sound like that? I don't know, dude. <laughs> Uh, How do I sound, dude? I don't have no accent, I don't think, dude. No, dude. Are you lo- are you in Lone Tree right now, dude? No, nah, dude. I'm off of, I'm off of Hampton and uh, Sheridan. Oh, dude. really? Okay. That's Bear Valley, bro. What are you doing over there? I got a house over here. Okay. Well, you better just, you know, that's my hood. I could have you evicted yeah, if I want to. Dude, I'll get you out of Bear no Valley way, just dude. like just snap my fingers. No problem. Whatever, dude. There would never be a day that would happen, dude. What are you at I the. Walk. I'll meet I you. Oh, yeah. I'll meet you at the Mexican Hat Park right now. The Mexican Hat Park. I'm just right down the street off of Raleigh. Oh, really? The Mexican Hat Street. My mom used to live on Utica over there, bro. Did she? Yeah. yeah my, um, I, I, moved, I got a house on uh, 
exposition in Sheridan, but my partner, he lives right here off of Raleigh and, uh, and, uh, Lowell. No, uh, Raleigh and Hampton. Yeah. Raleigh and Lowell are the same way, brother. Oh yeah. Sorry. Come on, you're from this hood. You're from this hood. Sorry. It's been a while. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Hockey smells, dude. Hockey <laughs> smells, dude. Well, it does. Like the locker room in the NHL is the most gnarliest, dude, stinkiest. Come on, dude. I'm not hating on people who like hockey. I'm not hating on that. But it's just, like you said, the TV's broken. There's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, just, it's hard, dude. What, what, what are we going to pay extra money to watch them dudes make millions of dollars, dude? Come on. Now, dude. I don't really. I think a hardcore Avs fan really knows Miko Rantanen. But, like, I don't really know Miko Rantanen. You know what I mean? He's, like, a star and a great player, all that kind of stuff. I'm saying dumb on me. I'm, I'm admitting it. But, like, I just haven't quite fallen back in love for the Avs. When I was young. It was the 90s. I was in high school when the Avs hit. It was cool, man. It was great so who, to be a part who, of all that. But I mean, who, who was the hockey team before that? The Grizzlies. They won it all in, like, 1995. Um, I'm saying NHL. Oh, the it Rockies. The, the Rockies. Hey, Lanny McDonald, bro. Like, Come on. At a, at me and my little brother, we want some tickets from Johnson's Boys Club. Yeah. <laughs> you remember how McNichols had that totally. step down and then step up? Yeah. My little brother did, wasn't paying attention, oh. and he walked on that. Oh, oh it was over. over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McNichols was cool. And the Denver yeah. Coliseum's still really cool, actually. Yeah. And then uh, that, that same game, they put a, a, a piece of wood up on the net. And a little small size for the puck. Yeah. And some guy made it from half court. I want to explore. No. I swear to you. Yeah, I swear to you. It was cool. They gave us tickets from Johnson's Boys Club. That's cool. Shout out to them. Yeah, it was cool. Owen it's the boys smell. and the girls club. And um, uh, mine is the... they, go, they got They got girl scouts. Boys never. Uh, people from the hood never went to Boy Scouts. We went to the boys clubs. JJ, we're going to go sell some Boy Scout cookies. Let's go. <laughs> hey, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm going to take some pool at the boys club. Uh, thin mints, anybody? Boys? <laughs> Samoans? Hey. I want some peppermint. I want some peanut butter. Uh, all right, we got to go, Todd. All right, don't go through everybody else. So Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Come back with a little mini segment. Smiley Sports. You ready, Nigel? I'm ready. You ready, ready, I'm ready, Slick, are you? Girl, I must warn you. Final segment of a Wednesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340. The hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line still about five or six minutes left worth of show. If you want to sneak a text in or a phone call, we'll take it. Nigel's been good today. He's delivered. Uh, other than his 76er stuff, he's not a bad guy, okay, uh, all together. And I think he's got some talent. I think he's got a little bit of talent. So we got to tear you down and build you back up, okay? When I found Jake, he was worthless. He was nothing, but I molded him. And now look at this hair. It's beautiful. Um, okay, so let me mention really quick here... I think while I'm doing this, you two should come up with your master's winner. The tournament starts tomorrow. You got about one minute here, Nigel, to as a producer to produce your master's winner. Okay, so uh, golf's first major is a tradition unlike any other. Right now, you can bet on who you think will take home the green jacket on FanDuel. 
the FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get 30 to 1 odds on Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, or Dustin Johnson to make the cut. Any of those guys just to make the cut. All former uh, major champion winners. Um, if any of those players make the cut, you win big. So it's like, this is a gimme. This is like one of those, if any team scores a point, you win. 30 to 1 odds. It's a $5 max bet. Okay. But at 30 to 1 odds, it turns your $5 turns into $150. It's a no-brainer. This is not um, depositing 500 bucks or 1000 bucks or even 50 bucks, 5 bucks. So Rory um, has a chance. I'm waiting for Rory to break back through, win a couple majors. I don't know if it's going to happen for him or not. I always kind of like the guy, but the further away from you, you get the kind of the harder it is to recapture that. Like, I don't know if Spieth will ever really win again. Not like he did, uh, you know, during that little run he had. Um, we'll talk about it. We'll make our predictions. Um, John Rahm is a heavy favorite, and rightfully so. He's a great player. And how do you not put a couple bucks on Tiger to finish in the top 10 at plus, you know, 500 or whatever it is. So see for yourself why FanDuel's America's number one sports book. Take a swing at betting the first major of the season here. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Use promo code MHS to get 30 to 1 odds on Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, or uh, Dustin Johnson, DJ, to make the cut. Just to make the cut at an us, um, at Augusta. Uh, that's promo code MHS. FanDuel Sportsbook, official sports betting operator of the PGA Tour, 21 and older, present in Colorado. Uh, new users only must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus. I'm sorry. Max bet is $5. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. There's a couple minutes left with the show. Jake, who wins the 2022 Masters? This year, I'm going to go with Dustin Johnson. I think he uh, he's due for one. I think, uh, you know, he's got the the green jacket you know, fitted already. I could see Dustin Johnson winning this one. Uh, Nigel, who do you see winning the Masters? Uh, maybe a little boring. I'm just gonna go with John Rahm. I think he's there's nothing wrong he's with really that. Turned it up as of late, so okay. I'm, gonna roll. Uh, I'm going with Colin Marikawa. I think he's talented. He's young. He's savvy. He's got everything it takes. He's in the mold of Tiger. Okay. And Tigers is Tigers tournament. So uh, give me Morikawa to win this major championship. Uh, let me give you a sleeper pick guy who could have a chance to make a run in this tournament. How about Tommy Fleetwood plus 7,000? Tommy Fleetwood plus 7,000. Uh, Your 100 pays out $7,000. What's Tommy Fleetwood's deal? Hold on. Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I don't think Fleetwood's going to do anything. Okay. Uh, I think that's hurtful. It's a sleeper for a reason. I love his hair. He's honest. got the hair. But if I had to pick a sleeper, I'll probably go with Tiger, if anybody. Tiger finishes where in this tournament? I'm going to say Tiger finishes top 10. What? That would be improbable. It's going to happen. I think Tiger finishes. He Tiger makes the cut. And then finishes somewhere, you know, 
it's the four days. He'll have one blow up day where he shoots like a 79. It's just not happening for him. And the knee's really bothering him or the leg is bothering him. And that's it. So, okay. Nigel, Jake, don't say one more word. Let's save it for tomorrow. Let's keep them wanting more. Great job, Nigel. I appreciate you. Welcome to the team. Again, um, you're, you're in. But once you're in, what, Jake? There's no getting out. You belong to me now, okay? Um, but I will take care of you. I will nourish you, okay? Whatever you need, I'll take care of you. But one day I will come to you and ask for a gift in return, okay? I don't know when that time will be. I don't know when that time will come. But be prepared for anything. Anello and Andrew are next. For Jake Meyer, for Nigel K14 on Twitter, and Zach Seegers, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Oh, my other, other oh,